With the playing of our national anthem, the Mets are on the field and young Tom Seaver is out there on the mound. Tom Seaver is an alumnus of the University of Southern California in Los Angeles, and he was originally drafted by the Los Angeles Dodgers in the free agent draft. However, he elected at that time to remain in school, was later signed illegally by the Atlanta Braves, and the commissioner's office made him available then to any team in the majors that wanted to match the bonus price of $50,000. It was matched by the Philadelphia Phillies, the Cleveland Indians, and the New York Mets, and the name was drawn out of a hat, and Seaver came to the Mets. So he is pitching against the Dodgers here tonight. The Mets on the field have Ed Cranepool at first base. Jerry Buchak is at second, Bud Harrelson is at shortstop, and Ed Charles is around at third. Tommy Davis in left field, Cleon Jones in center field, Ron Swoboda in right field. John Sullivan catching again tonight. For the Los Angeles Dodgers. And now for the Dodgers. Wes Parker, switch hitting first baseman. He's up to the off with a batting average of 250. He has one home run and six runs batted in. He and Ron Fairley have been sharing the first base duty this year for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Seaver taking a moment before getting ready to work while Ron Swoboda gets repositioned out in right field. Certainly the Mets today reinstated pitcher Ron Taylor from the disabled list. He was placed on the disabled list April 26th after suffering spasms of the lower back. So, Taylor is back and available. Here's the pitch to the left-hand batter. Swung out and missed strike one, and the game is underway at Shea Stadium in New York. Waiting on deck is Ron Hunt. Tom Seaver with a strike one delivery, and it is outside. Seaver spent the weekend on reserve duty with the Marine Corps. Here's the 1-1 offering. Check swing, and it is through for a strike. One and two. Bob Engel, the umpire behind the plate, says he took it far enough, so it's one and two. Seaver's 1-2 delivery. Swung on and fouled back into the seats and out of play. Ron Hutt and Jim Hickman came out um, early this afternoon and did a little visiting around with the staff here at Chase Stadium. Here's a 1-2 delivery. And it's low for a ball, 2-2. Two and two. Jim Gilliam on the coaching lines at first, and Preston Gomez is the Dodger coach around at third. Pitches low for a ball. Scott full at three and two. The pitching coach of the Dodgers is Lefty Phillips, talking to Lefty before the ball game, and he was recalling days when, as a small boy, he played with Ralph Kiner on the sand lots of Los Angeles. There's a swing and a miss, and Seaver gets the strikeout. And when he was a pitcher in those days, we called him Hook Phillips because he had a good left-handed curveball. He remarked to me that was a long time ago. It wasn't that long, was it, Ralph? Just yesterday. <laughs> That's what I thought. Here's Ron Hutt coming up. Ron Hutt is hitting 271. He has six doubles, two triples, 11 runs batted in. A longtime favorite here in New York with the Mets. Traded to the Dodgers over the winter along with Jim Hickman. The deal was Hutt and Hickman for Tommy Davis and Darrell Griffith. And then Darrell Griffith was traded on to Houston in exchange for Sandy Alomar. 
Severs pitch to the right-hand batter. Hit on the ground to third. Charles Short hops the ball. Straightens up and sidearms the crane pull in time. Hunter's out third to first. That brings up Willie Davis back in the lineup after having been out with an ankle injury. He is hitting 275 with one home run and six runs batted in. He is a left-hand batter with a world of speed who would like to forget one game of last fall's World Series against the Baltimore Orioles, which he committed three errors. He's in and waiting now. Seaver's pitch. In for a call strike. Cut the corner. The Dodgers say that the two bright spots in their lineup have been Ron Hunt and Jim LeFever. They say that Hunt has done everything expected of him up to now. Here's a pitch, and it is inside. One and one. Two men out, nobody on base. This is a Dodger team without Tommy Davis, without Maury Wills, without Sandy Koufax. Here's a pitch, and it's blowing away for a ball. Two and one to Willie Davis. Two-one delivery. Well, I hit high in the air to left field, and Tommy Davis ranges over and makes the catch. Willie Davis flying out to Tommy Davis and left. The side is out. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. The score in the middle of the first is the Dodgers nothing and the Mets coming to bat. Now the New York Mets will be coming up here in the bottom half of the first inning. The Dodgers are on the field. Bill Singer is the pitcher with a record of no wins and one loss. John Rosebar is catching. Wes Parker's at first. Ron Hunt at second. Gene Michael at short. Jim Lefevre at third. Al Ferrara in left. Willie Davis and center. Ron Fairley in right. Switch hitting shortstop. Bud Harrelson is coming up for the Mets. Hitting 236. He has six runs batted in. Three doubles and one triple. Batting left-handed. He's hitting 298 for the season. Batting left against right-hander Bill Singer here. And he fouls it off for strike one. Singer is 23 years of age. He's 6 feet 4 inches tall, a 200-pounder from Pomona, California. Last year with Spokane, he was 13 and 11 with the Dodgers. 0 and 0 in three games. Pitches on the inside corner for a call, strike two. Bill Singer has no record against the New York Mets. Ed Cranepool is waiting on deck. Singer takes the sign and... Starts to pump and now steps off and starts over again. Two-strike delivery. Chopped on the ground foul. Off his foot. It's rolling on out to first where Parker gloves it and tosses it over to Tom Gorman for inspection. It's been an interesting year for the Dodgers. They got off in a streak of cold weather in Los Angeles. Top coat weather for about two weeks and sustained a rain out. The first that they have had since going to Los Angeles in 1958. Now pitch outside. It's one and two. They traded away their team captain, Maury Wills, to the Pittsburgh Pirates in exchange for Gene Michael and Bob Bailey. Bob Bailey is no longer in the starting lineup. Al Ferrara is the regular left fielder these days. Lou Johnson, of course, out with an injury. Here's a pitch outside. It's two and two. And Sandy Koufax retired and went into the broadcasting business. Two-two pitch. Misses outside, and it's three-two.
Bill Singer tonight is making his second start of the season. He started against the Chicago Cubs on May 14th, pitched five innings in a 6-3 Dodger loss. Here's a foul ball off and out of play. Singer was not involved in the decision against Chicago. He lost in relief to Pittsburgh, 6-5 on May 3rd. on the coaching lines at first base for the Mets and Salty Parker is the Mets coach around at third. And the payoff pitch is inside and Harrison draws a leadoff off. So the Mets pick up an early base runner and here comes Ed Cranville with a batting average of 346. Three homers and 16 runs out of them. That was the 10th walk drawn this season by Harrelson. That's second on the Mets to Ken Boyer, who has drawn 14. West Parker comes over to hold at first against the runner, Harrelson. Off the stretch, Singer's pitch to Cranefield in for a called strike. Ed Charles moves out on deck. Charles is playing third base tonight for the Mets. Ken Boyer is still trouble with uh, Blue's big toe. He is here in uniform, available for pinch hitting duty. So the first is not in time. Ed Cranepool is the fourth leading hitter in the National League. Roberto Clemente is on top with a 388, followed by Roberto Clemente and Rusty Staub, and then Ed Cranepool. Here's a throwover, and not in time, as Harrison got back on a close play. The ball rolled out of the glove of Wes Parker. Just a couple of feet away, he retrieves it. Again, a throwover, and it's close. He grabbed the bag with his bare hand, getting back safely. A close play on Harrison that time. Stretch shot, full length, and managed to grab that bag with his bare hand. Here's a swing and a ground ball to the right of Hunt. He covers the ball, comes it to second for the fourth, and Cainville is on at first. Ron Hunt smothered that one to his right. He stretched his body out, full length, and then tossed the ball over to Gene Michael for the fourth on Harrison. Cranefield is on at first, and Ed Charles is coming up. Ed Charles, since coming to the Mets from the Kansas City A's, has batted 238. That's 5 for 21. One double and one run batted in. He's a right hand batter. No score. We're in the bottom half of the first thing. His pitch is hit on the ground up the middle for a base hit. Cranefield on second. Who's there? Willie Davis with the throw to Michael. Off his glove and on over to LaFever at the back at third. But Cranville is holding it second. Charles is on with a single, and here comes Tommy Davis. Tommy Davis is hitting an even 300. He has four home runs and 11 runs batted in. Having spent his entire major league career with the Dodgers until this year. Tommy Davis, a native of Brooklyn. Signed with the Dodgers and then went with them to Los Angeles, where twice he led the major leagues in batting, 1962 and 63. Curveball catches the outside corner for a call strike. Jerry Buchek moves out on deck for the Mets, who have runners at first and second with one man out. Now again, the pitch swung on and missed. Tommy Davis really took a riffle at that one. A two-strike count.
Now Davis, back into the batter's box. Steps out once again. Ed Charles, the runner at first. Ed Crane pulled the runner at second. One man out for the Mets. Low, it bounds away from catcher John Roseburg. No advance, but he retrieved it. That ball hit in the dirt in front of the plate and was blocked by Roseburg off the first baseline. He kept it in front of him. Painful came off with a good lead, ready to go, and then went back to the bag at second. A count of one and two to Tommy Davis. Ball misses outside. Two and two now. There's the next cleanup batter. Singer taking a sign from John Roseborough. Two two pitch swung on and popped down the line and right and goes off in there for basic pain for it coming home. Wayne Poole scores, Bradley still goes to second. Tommy Davis slides in, and he's out at second base. Holding at third is Ed Charles. Bradley to Michael for the out on Tommy Davis at second. The Mets pick up a run, and are out in front by a score of 1-0. Give Tommy Davis a single right and a run batted in. Ed Charles is at third, two away. Jerry Buczek to batter. Nine six if you're scoring on Tommy Davis at second. Ron Fairley to Gene Michael. Now Jerry Buchek, a right-hand batter, is up hitting 267 with five home runs. He leads the Mets in that department and 12 runs batted in. He trails Cranville by one in that department. Here's a foul ball back and out of play. Chuck Hiller is back at the ballpark tonight. He was... Examined this afternoon by Dr. Peter Lamont for the right hand, which he fractured on May 3rd. Here's a foul ball back into the stands out of play, a two-strike count. Hiller has been recuperating at his McHenry, Illinois home. Bill Singer works a two-strike pitch to Buchek. Swung on and fouled off out of play. Charles tags up at third. Two-strike count with two men out. Singer again is getting set to work. He's working straight away with a runner at third. Two strike pitch to Buchek. Foul back off the screen and out of play. And the count holds at two strikes. And it's in for a call strike three. Singer. Chalks up his first strikeout. The Mets got a run on a walk and two hits. No errors and one left. At the end of an inning, it's the Mets won. The Dodgers nothing, and here's Ralph Kiner. Oh. All right, Ralph Kiner, we're going to the top half of the second inning. Suddenly, beginning tonight, the Mets will hoist an orange flag for victory on the flagpole in center field, or a blue flag for defeat after each home game. 
A new custom being installed here at Chase Stadium. Here's Ron Fairley coming up. Hitting 267 with four home runs and 20 runs batted in. Go to the elder statesman, or one of them, of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Came up to them in 1959. And right off the campus of the University of Southern California. Tom Seaver's pitch. It's good to right. Could be. It's way back there to the corner. And it is a home run for Ron Fairley. He lost it. That went right into the seat down over the auxiliary scoreboard. Home run number five for Ron Fairley. And it is a 1-1 ball game. Ron Fairley of Southern Cal hit the home run off Tom Seaver of Southern Cal. Now, Jim LeFever is coming up. Switch hitting third baseman, batting left against right-hander Tom Seaver. And the pitch is low for a ball. LeFever is hitting 299. He has one home run and 18 runs batted in. John Roseberry has moved out on deck. Seaver's pitch swung on and pops up foul back into the seats and out of play. So it's a 1-1 count. In the National League tonight at the end of a half inning, the Giants nothing and the Phillies coming to bat. Gaylord Perry against Jim Bunning. Pittsburgh at Houston in the Astrodome in the warm-up. Tommy Sisk for Pittsburgh and Chris Zachary for the Houston Astros. A bobtail schedule. Here's a swing and a drive into center for a base hit for LeFever. One hops out there by Cleon Jones and played back. LeFever holds it first. Nobody out in John Roseburg coming up. Roseboro, left-hand batting catcher, hitting 309, one homer, six runs batted in. Rainfield holds against the runner, Lefebvre at first. Fever off the stretch, turns and throws over to first, not in time. In the American League at the end of a half inning, the Yankees nothing, the Baltimore Orioles coming to bat. Fred Talbot against Tom Fever. Frank Robinson is now homing in the first with one on for Baltimore. Here's a drive to center field, and Cleon Jones ranges over and back. Makes the catch of the sinking line. Drive, puts it back in halfway on the drive to center. Lefevre goes back to the bag at first. Ball was well hit, but lined to center field. Now Brooklyn-born Al Ferraro is coming up. The regular left fielder these days for the Dodgers is hitting 188. He has four homers and seven runs batted in. In that game in Baltimore, Frank Robinson has hit his tenth homer of the season with a man on to send Baltimore out in front of the Yankees 2-0. The White Sox are at Minnesota on a latest start. At the end of two innings, Cleveland two, Washington nothing. Camilo Pasquale against Steve Hargan. Kansas City at California in a latest start. Now the pitch to Ferrara, and it's in there for a called strike. Outfield trio of Ferrara, Willie Davis, and Ron Fairley in the lineup these days for the Los Angeles Dodgers. There's a swing and a foul ball to the right side and out of play. Bob Bailey saw some outfield duty, but he's hitting 143. Jim Hickman has seen some outfield duty. He's hitting 178. The Dodgers, you'll recall, recently got Lynn Gabrielson from the California Angels. They're carrying three catchers in addition to Roseboro. They have Jeff Torborg and Jimmy Campanis. 
Now Seaver steps off the rubber and at the plate, Ferrara steps out of the batter's box. Curveball and it's right in there for a call, strike three. Seaver got the good curveball over to Ferrara and caught him looking. Two strikeouts for Seaver. And Gene Michael is coming up. He's hitting 218. He has five runs batted in. Having come over to the Dodgers from the Pittsburgh Pirates organization. They had him at Columbus mostly. Had had him up part of last year. Now throw the first, not in time. Michael is a switch hitter batting left against right-hand pitcher Tom Seaver. Columbus last year he hit 289. With the Pirates in 30 games, he hit 152. The pitch is in for a strike. Two men out with a runner at first and the score tied. 1-1 here at Cherry Stadium. Pitch to Michael. is in for a call. Strike two. Michael bats number eight in the order. Pitcher Bill Singer with a jacket on is kneeling on deck. The Fever takes his lead at first. Here is a two-strike pitch. Turns him inside high and tight. It's one and two. At the conclusion of this three-game series, the Dodgers go from here to San Francisco. They came in here from Chicago. This will be a one-two offering. Curveball that is hit in the air into short center field. Cleon Jones races and stops and makes the catch. So the side is out. With a run on two, it's no errors and one left in the middle of the second. Dodgers one, Mets one. We're going now to the bottom of the second, but before we do, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Steve <laughs> Nelson with Ralph Tanner and Bob Murphy at Chase Stadium in New York. Cleon Jones is coming up for the Mets here in the bottom of the second. Hitting 132, he has two homers, one of which he hit yesterday. He has four runs batted in. Right-hand batter facing right-hand pitcher, Bill Singer. Singer's pitch is fouled off to the right side, out of play, and it's strike one. Ron Svoboda has moved out on deck now. Strike one delivery is inside low. It's one and one. Manager Walter Austin is ready to admit that the plight of the Dodgers is not entirely unlike it was in 1958, the first year that the Dodgers went to Los Angeles. That year they finished seventh in the standings. There's a swing and a ground ball to third. Taken by Lefebvre. Guns cross in time and Jones grounds out third to first. That will bring up Ron Swoboda. Hitting 246 with one home run and four runs batted in. The team that manager Austin took to the coast was a power team. Taken from Ebbets Field to the Los Angeles Coliseum. And from that time on, they began to build a defensive pitching 
tight defensive team. There's a swing and a foul ball to the right side of the plate. Then moved on into present Dodger Stadium with that kind of a ball club in 1962. But now with Koufax gone and Wills gone, and Tommy Davis gone, it's a different kind of a ball club. Here's a swing and a foul ball into the right side out of play. Count of two strikes. John Sullivan has moved out on deck. Here's a pitch swung on and missed. Uh, Singer came overhand and struck Swoboda out. Two strikeouts, two men out for the Mets in the bottom of the second, and Sullivan's coming up. Hitting 267 with one run batted in. He's a left-hand batting catcher. Manager Austin says that Phil Regan in his bullpen is throwing as well as he did last year. Their statistics aren't quite as impressive. As Drysdale is pitching excellent baseball. Little groundskeeping is done by Singer as he chases a hot dog wrapper down there off the mound onto the grass of the infield and finally corrals it and puts it in his hip pocket. There's a swing and a foul ball off and out of play, right off the foot of John Sullivan. Tom Seaver with the jacket on is on deck for the Mets. The score is tied 1-1. All right, Don Drysdale will be pitching for the Dodgers against Chuck Castrata for the New York Mets. There's a swing and a miss. Two-strike count. When the Mets added Ron Taylor, reinstated Ron Taylor, they didn't have to cut anybody off the roster because they were at 24, so they're back to full strength now at 25 men. This pitch is low. It's one and two. Two away, nobody on base. Outside, 2-2. When the Mets conclude this current homestand, they will go directly to Los Angeles to face the Dodgers for the first time this year on the coast. Two-two delivery is let up low, and it's out full at three-two. A payoff pitch from Singer to Sullivan. Curveball in for a call, strike three. As Singer got the good curveball into the strike zone. WGY Schenectady. The Dodgers won and the Mets won. Have you heard what's going on at Gulf Service Stations? It's Big Tire Days at Gulf. Gulf dealers are now featuring outstanding values on all Gulf tires. Big trade-ins, too. Generous allowances on your old tires. Big selections. A complete range of sizes in the entire Gulf tire line. And remember... When you buy Gulf tires with a Gulf travel card, there's no down payment, no carrying charges, and months to pay. Big tire days are going on at Gulf. Get in on them. The end of two innings, the Dodgers and the Mets are tied 1-1. We're going to the top half of the third and coming in here for the play-by-play, Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsay, and hi, everyone. 
First man up will be the pitcher, Bill Singer. Bill has been a bat five times. No base hit. Right hand batter and on the mound for the Mets, Tom Seaver. And he's waiting for the Jets to go before making his pick. back and the ball is swung on a miss. One ball, one strike. Singer making his first appearance against the Mets. He has a record in the major leagues of 0-2. Next pitch back, call the strike. It's one ball, two strikes. Home plate umpire, Bob Ingo. At first base, Tom Gorman. At second base, Tony Vincent. At third base, Paul Pryor. I feel very shallow. Now at one-two, a curve back is hit off the end of the bat foul. Ball rolling off to the right side. The count remains. One ball and two strikes. One-one ball game. Both sides with two hits. And the next delivery is over the outside part of the plate. A call strike three. And Tom Seaver picks up his third strikeout. He struck out West Parker to start the ball game. Picked up his second strikeout against Al Farrar. And now his third. And that brings up Wes Parker, batting for the left-hand side. Parker hitting 248 with one home run and six runs batted in. And Seaver with the first pitch, a slow curveball, top foul, out to the right side. Now the ball being declared a fair ball. Wes Parker never moved. He's still arguing. He's in the batter's box. He never came out. John Sullivan went out to pick it up. He picked it up in fair territory. It appeared at the first that it had hit Parker in the batter's box. He didn't move. The home plate umpire, Bob Engel, waited for a call from Tom Gorman at first base to indicate whether it was fair or not. When Gorman said fair, then the out call was made at first. So the Mets get it out without the runner running. Two men away, and that brings up... Ron Hunt. Ron hit the first pitch he saw in Shea Stadium this year from the standpoint of a Dodger down to third, and he was thrown out. 1-1 ball game. Hunt batting 269. He has no home runs. 11 runs batted in. Hunt batting right-handed. And he takes the first pitch that's high. A fastball missing, ball one. And now Tom Seaver back. And the pitch is too low, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Ron Hunt with the Mets at a lifetime batting average of 282. Compiled over four years. In that time, he hit 20 home runs, and he had 21 stolen bases. Two balls, no strikes. Tom Seaver now back again. And a breaking ball over the outside corner. Strike one. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. 
And the next pitch is fouled off. It's two and two. Two men out. We're in the top of the third. The score, one-one. At the end of one, Pittsburgh one, San Francisco Giants nothing. Make that Philadelphia one, the San Francisco, Francisco Giants nothing. Now a 2-2, the pitch is hit down the right field line. Ron Sobota moving over to the right field corner. He is under the ball. He makes the cut. No time, Seaver picking up the side in order and the score. At the end of two and a half innings, the Dodgers won the Mets one. Going now to the bottom half of the third. Score tied one to one. The Dodgers against the Mets. Both sides with two hits. And Tom Seaver will be the first batter. Tom was originally drafted by the Dodgers, as Lindsey Nelson told you. He came from USC and played for the baseball coach at USC, Rod Dado. Ron Fairley also attended USC and played for Rod Dado. And surprisingly enough, he didn't know that Tom Seaver had gone to school there. Now the first pitch to Seaver. Down low, it's ball one. Seaver off a tremendous day of batting from his last start. He had a single and two du doubles, drove in two runs, walked once and had a stolen base. Here's the 1-0 pitch. He takes it low, ball two. Two balls, no strike. Tom did not sign with the Dodgers. He had that prerogative as they didn't offer him enough money to sign. He held out for the six months he had to, and then he was put in the draft again. This time he was drafted by Atlanta. Now the next pitch low, and it's ball three. Three balls, no strike. Seaver six for 15, batting at 400. He has four walks to go along, and now the next delivery is three and one. Three balls, one strike. And Singer back, and the pitch is over at the knees. A fastball through, strike two. Full count on Tom Seaver. Bill Singer has not given up a walk. Here's the 3-2 pitch inside ball four, and there's the first one. So Tom Seaver reaching first base his last five times at bat, three times on hits, twice on walk. And the Mets have the go-ahead run at first with no one up, no one out, and Bud Harrelson up. Bud Harrelson walked on a 3-2 pitch his first time up. So that is the second walk that has been given up by Bill Singer. And the first pitch is over the inside corner. Harrelson was in bunning position. It's called a strike. Next pitch with the runner going is in there. Throw down to second base, not in time, and Seaver has his second stolen base of the year. So Bud Harrelson missing the bunt, but Tom Seaver with a great jump, leading the throw down to second base off John Roseboro. Seaver with his second stolen base this year. He does it all. One thing about him, he goes out to win. Two strike count, the infield drops back. And Bill Singer with the next delivery. It's inside a breaking ball, one ball and two strikes. 
One ball, two strikes. Singer back to Harrelson, and the ball is lying to center field. It's going to hang up, and Willie Davis comes in to one-handed, going to second base wildly. Davis diving back in is in safely. Willie Davis made a two-string one-hand catch in center field. Tom Seaver didn't think he could get to it, and he was about 40 feet from the back. He hustled back to second. Willie Davis trying to throw from an underhanded position. Threw the ball wild by Ron Hunt at second base. And Tom Seaver got back into the bag. So a great play by Willie Davis for the first out. And that brings up Ed Cranefield, who was robbed of a base hit on a great play by Ron Hunt his first time up. Cranefield batting 342, a left-hand batter. And the first pitch is grouped in the center field. Willie Davis, after breaking back, now coming in to make the catch. An easy catch. to throw over to third base. Keeps Tom Seaver there. Right now, we'd like to go back to the studio for the special news bulletin. Highly reliable sources in Cairo say Egypt decided tonight to close the Tehran Straits in the Gulf of Aqaba and cut off Israel's shipping to the Red Sea. Israel has announced that such a move would mean a fight. Egyptian sources report that the next Israeli vessel approaching the Straits will be stopped by Egyptian troops manning an outpost at the southern end of the Gulf of Aqaba. The Gulf serves as Israel's only outlet to the Red Sea through the port of Eilat. First pitch to Ed Charles with two men out, a runner at second. Called a strike over the outside corner. Ed singled to center field his first time up. Tie ball game one to one. The match against the Dodgers. Next delivery, bounce slowly out toward shortstop. A tough chance for Michaels. He cannot make the play. He holds on to the ball, throws over to third, but Seaver stays in the bag. So a base hit for Ed Charles, his second in the ball game. Mets have runners at first and third, and the batter coming up is Tommy Davis, who grouped the single to center field, right center field his first time up. Tommy batting at 3.06. Two men away. Runners at first and third. Bottom half of the third. And the first pitch is called a strike. Fastball right at the knees. Seaver moving up the line at third base. Ed Charles with a short lead at first. And the pitch back to Tommy Davis is again a fastball. This one too long. One ball, one strike. Let's now have one run and three hits. The Dodgers have one run and two hits. Singer back in. The pitch is way inside, and it hits Tommy Davis on the shoulder. Tommy moving down to first base does not appear to be hurt. That puts Ed Charles down at second. It loads the bases, and the batter coming up is Jerry Butchak. Tommy Davis is all right. Jerry Buczek batting with the bases loaded. He struck out his first time up. He was called out on strike. Score tied, 1-1. Two men out, bottom half of the third. Buczek batting 263. He leads the club in home runs with five. The first pitch is fouled back over the top of the screen. It's strike one. Buczek has driven in 12 runs this year, one short of the club leader, Eddie Greenville. 
Now with a chance with runners all the way around. Bill Singer, tall right-hander, 6-3 on the mound. Getting the signs from Johnny Roseborough. Now the one-strike delivery way over the top of the head of Jerry Butek. One ball, one strike. In a ball game this year, Bill Singer lost the game for another pitcher when he was trying to walk a batter intentionally and threw one away for a wild pitch. One ball, one strike. And now Singer back again. And the pitch is high. Two balls, one strike. Two and one with the bases loaded. That game was against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Two balls, one strike to pitch back. Swung on and foul tipped. Held on to by Johnny Roseboro. It happened back on May the 3rd. He was trying to walk Gene Alley and made a wild pitch. Now 2-2. Looks at third. The bluff up the line by Seaver. The ball is hit off the hand slowly down the third. And Seaver has it. The throw to first base is a little bit wide, but Wes Parker makes a nice shift in the foul territory to take the throw to retire the side. In the inning, no runs, one hit. No errors, a walk, a batter hit by a pitch ball, three men left on, and the score at the end of three, the Dodgers won, the Mets won. Okay, Lindsay, it's the top of the fourth, a 1-1 ball game. The Dodgers coming up against Tom Seaver. First batter will be Willie Davis, followed by Ron Fairley, and then Jim Lefevre. Time called momentarily as we waited for the second base umpire, Tony Benzon, to get back out to the diner. Willie Davis will lead off. He's batting 272. After two and a half innings, Philadelphia won the Giants nothing. Gaylord Perry for the Giants, his record one and four. Jim Bunning for the Phillies, his record three and four. And Tom Seaver with his first pitch. It's high ball one, a fastball. Willie Davis fought out to left field his first time up. Hit a fastball there. Now the 1-0 pitch. Lying over the head of the second baseman, Jerry Buczek, in the right center field. Hustling over is Cleon Jones. He has it, and Willie Davis stops it first. Good play by Cleon Jones to hold Willie Davis at first. Willie said he's still bothered by the sprained ankle that he had earlier this year that kept him out of the lineup for quite some time, and he expects to be bothered by it for quite some time still. Now the batter is Ron Fairley, who had a home run his first time up, his fifth this year. Home run to right field. Ron batting 273. Willie Davis off at first base with a good lead. Tom Seaver with the first pitch. It's fouled back at strike one. The end of one-half inning. Pittsburgh nothing. Houston coming up. Tommy Sisk against Chris Zachary. Over in the American League at the end of two. Baltimore five. The Yankees nothing. Talbot knocked out of the box. Tillotson is now pitching for the Yankees. Tom Phoebus going for Baltimore. Frank Robinson. Johnson and Etchebarren home runs. Frank getting his 10. Chicago scheduled against the Twins. At the end of four, Cleveland two, Washington nothing. Pasquale against Hargan. Kansas City is scheduled against California. Abbreviated schedule here on Monday night. Now the pitch back is popped up in the shallow right field. Buczek has to hurry to get back. He's being waved off by Ron Svoboda, and Buczek makes the catch over his shoulder as Svoboda, at the last minute, sees him and jumps out of the way. They almost collided. Good play by Buczek. One of the tough plays in the game. 
Holding at first base, Willie Davis, and the Mets have their first out here in the top of the fourth. The game is tied one to one. Now the batter will be Jim LaFever, who singled to center field his first time up. LaFever, batting left-handed, hitting 304. Throw to first base, Willie Davis dives back in and arrives here about four seconds before the ball. It was just a lob throw. The Fever is stepping out of the batter's box, now back in. And the pitch to the plate is taken outside. It's ball one. Willie Davis has eight stolen bases this year. So it appears he can still run well enough to steal some bases. He does not go. The pitch is over the top of the head of John Sullivan. Uh, ball going back to the screen, and Willie Davis goes down to second. It's a wild pitch, and on the pitch, John Sullivan was completely crossed up. Sullivan goes out, talks with Tom Seaver. Ball wasn't that far over the top of his head. It was just that he was looking for the curveball and never got up to the fastball. And with a fellow as fast as Tom Seaver, that's easy to do. Two ball, no strike count. The go-ahead run in scoring position here in the fourth inning with one man out. And now the next pitch fouled off, and the count goes to two and one. Two balls, one strike. Hits are even at three apiece. One-one ball game. Now it's Seaver at two-one. And the pitch to the fever is down low and it's ball three. Three balls and one strike. On deck batters, John Roseboro. Fever has driven in 18 runs. He is two behind the club leader. Make it three behind now. Club leader is. Ron Fairley, who got one today on the home run. 3-1, and the pitch rounded off the end of the bat in foul territory. It's 3-2. Ron Fairley said before the ball game that there are about five of the old veterans on the ball club that think they can win, but the newcomers, not mentioning any names, were not that sure. And he said, until we're all convinced that we can win, we're not going to have a unit. Three balls, two strikes. Willie Davis trying to bother Tom Seaver at second base, jumping back and forth, so Tom just steps off the pitching rubber. Time is called as LaFever gets out of the batter's box. Willie doing the shuffle back and forth, trying to distract Tom Seaver. Now Tom asking for another set of signs. And Seaver sets up. The pitch to the plate is fouled off. Fast ball, fouled on the left side, and the cat remains at three balls and two strikes. Jim Lefevre, who started off as a bat boy for the Dodgers. He was written up in a book by a former Met bat boy, Dominic Ardovino, who wrote a book about being a bat boy for the Mets. And he said that Lefevre was... One of the nicest fellows he ever met, and he had a lot of fun talking to him about being Bat Boy. 
McGraw-Hill sale. Here's a 3-2 pitch. A swing and a miss on a breaking ball. Strike three. Tom Seaver getting his fourth strikeout. His second out here in the inning. And with Willie Davis out at second base, the batter will now be John Roseboro. John Sullivan out to the pitcher's mound, so we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Hi, neighbor. When the rooster crows at 5.45 a.m., it's time for the Santa Clear. 12.15, tune in for the farm paper here on WGY Schenectady. Bob Murphy from Shea Stadium. A 1-1 ball game. The Dodgers batting with two out in the top of the fourth. The batter is John Roseboro. Willie Davis at second base, and the first pitch is low. It's ball one. John lined to center field his first time up. Batting at 3.04. And the next pitch is outside, ball two. On deck batter, a right-hand batter, Al Ferrara. Looks like Seaver's trying to be overly cautious right here. Not caring whether or not he walks Roseboro because he has a right-hand batter coming up. Now the 2-0 delivery. Outside again, it's ball three. Three balls, no strikes. He struck Ferrara out his first time up. Roseboro had hit him sharply, a line drive to center that was caught in his first time up. Three balls, no strikes. Now Lefebvre with the catcher set outside, pitching ball four. And that's the first walk by Tom Seaver, and it will not go as an intentional pass, but it was intentional. Tom wanting to take his chances with a right-hand batter. Ferrara was called out on strikes his first time up. He has tremendous power. Batting at 186, he's got four home runs out of his 13 base hits. And the first pitch, a curve. It's slowly down to short. Bud Harrelson comes up throwing, gets the man first base to retire the side. So in the inning, no runs, one hit. No errors, a walk, and two men left on base. And the score at the end of three and a half innings, the Dodgers won, the Mets won. Bottom half of the fourth, the score tied one to one, and the Mets have Cleon Jones as their leadoff batter. Bill Singer pitching for the Dodgers against Tom Seaver. Bill has given up one run and three hits. And Tom Seaver, the same on the other side. Cleon grounded out to third his first time up. He'll be followed by Ron Swoboda and John Sullivan. Cleon still looking to break that slump that's got him. He's batting 130. And the first pitch. Breaking ball over, it's strike one. Singer has good stuff. His control has not been too good. He has walked two batters. Has been behind a few. Here's the one strike delivery. Breaking ball, and Jones starts to swing, tries to hold up. He went too far, strike two. Bill Singer, big tall right-hander, 6'3", looking for the sign. Cleon Jones, not convinced he went too far, had something to say to Bob Engel. Now the two-strike delivery. Fastball bounced out to short. Michael's charges, comes up with an underhand throw and throws him out at first base by a stride. Gene Michaels, the shortstop for the Dodgers. 
Right now with one away, the batter be Ron Swoboda. Ron struck out swinging at a fastball his first time up. Batting 241. The first pitch to the right-hand batter, a high curve, it's ball one. Ron with one home run and four runs batted in, playing in his 20th ball game this year. 1-1 ball game. One out, bottom half of the fourth. First meeting between the Dodgers and Mets. Curveball swung on a miss. One ball, one strike. Ron with a good cut at the curve and he couldn't find it. Now, Singer back again. This time he tries a fastball and gets it right on by. Strike two. One and two. And Bill Singer back again. And a curveball is swung on a miss. Strike three. And Swoboda goes down swinging. That is the third strikeout. Make it the fourth strikeout in the ballgame for Singer. And it brings up John Sullivan, who struck out his first time up. Sullivan batting 258, a left-hand batter. And a changeup is over, a called strike. Two men away, bottom half of the fourth inning. Singer back, and a fastball is over, strike two. Singer coming right through with a strong inning so far. Two-strike count, and Singer back to John Sullivan. And a curveball gets him looking. Two strikeouts in a row, his fifth in the ball game, And the first time since the second inning, he has retired the side in order. And the score at the end of four, the Dodgers won, the Mets won. Now once more. Michael, number 26. Uh, Gene Michaels coming up to lead off for the Dodgers. Here in the top half of the fifth inning of a game that is tied 1-1. Michael is a switch hitter batting left here. Young Tom Seaver, 22 years of age, on the mound tonight for the Mets. And Bill Singer, 23 years of age, is pitching for the Los Angeles Dodgers. This pitch is bunted on and fouled off as Michael tries to bunt his way on. Strike one. At Columbus, Gene Michael was a teammate of the Mets outfielder, Don Bosch. There's a swing and a foul ball back in out of play. A two-strike count. Bill Singer is waiting on deck. Beaver with a two-strike delivery. Curveball, and it is sliced into right field for a base hit. Turning and holding is Gene Michael, a leadoff hit for the Dodgers here. In the top of the fifth, and Bill Singer is coming up. He's been up one time, but called out on strike, so the Mets must protect here against the sacrifice possibility. Have you wished your favorite bartender a happy National Tavern Month yet? You only have till the end of May to do it, and while you're at it, why don't you buy him a nice, cold Rheingold? 
Here's a throw over to first base, not in time. Third baseman Ed Charles had come way in on the grass in anticipation of a bun attempt. Singer's a right-hand batter. Cranepool holds against the runner at first, ready to charge. Seaver up and said, here's the pitch. Singer butts, and it's foul. Coming on back out of play, strike one. Manager Walter Austin with the sacrifice on. You may recall that Walter Austin took over as manager of the then Brooklyn Dodgers in 1954. Has been at the helm ever since. He succeeded Charlie Dressen, the late Charlie Dressen. Now Seaver steps off and takes a look around. Sets up again with Michael leading at first base. Singer squares to butt, butts it up into the air, and Painful makes the catch in fair territory. Holding it first is Michael. Bill Singer, trying to sacrifice instead, has bunted the ball into the air to Cranefield. Now Wes Parker's coming up. He's a switch hitter also, Great batting left tonight. He has struck out West. and grounded out so far. Wes Parker also attended the University of Southern California, but he did not play baseball there. He had already exhausted his baseball eligibility before he enrolled at Southern Cal. Devers sets up, deals a pitch, bunted foul. He's trying to dump that one down on the left side for a base hit, but instead fouled it off to strike one. Ron Hunt is waiting on deck. There's a throw to first, and Michael gets back safely. Now again, Seaver checks the runner, deals a pitch to Parker, and it's low for a ball. During spring training, the Dodgers could not determine exactly who was going to be their shortstop. They had Dick Schofield, they had John Kennedy, they had Gene Michael. Well, John Kennedy was sold to the New York Yankees. Schofield is still with the ball club, and Michael is the shortstop. Runner goes, swinging a ground ball to second. Buczak takes it, has to go to first in time. They play the hit and run, moving Michael to second. Two away, and Ron Hunt comes up. Hunt has grounded out third to first, and he flat out to right field. Hunt's batting average at this moment, 267. 11 runs batted in. And steps in and now steps out. Wearing the same number that he wore during his years with the Mets. Number 33. Seaver's pitch. It's high for a ball. 1-0. Ron Hunt from Overland, Missouri. Chokes up on the bat. 1-0 pitch, and it's low for a ball, 2-0. Gene Michael, the runner at second. Two men out. Willie Davis waiting on deck. The score tied 1-1 here in the top half of the fifth inning. Here's a 2-0 delivery. And it's right down the pipe for a call strike. It's 2-1 to Hunt. 
Hunt back in and waiting, swinging the bat as he waits. Now he has it caught. Two unfitched. Right in there for a call. Strike two. Ron Hunt came up to the Mets in 1963. Coming from Austin in the Texas League. He was a conditional purchase from the Milwaukee Braves organization at the time. This will be a 2-2 delivery. Swung on it in the air to short right field. Buczek goes out, but Swoboda calls this time. Buczek stops and Swoboda makes the catch. So the side is out. No runs are hit, no errors, one left in the middle of the fifth. Dodgers won the Mets one. Now for the fifth inning, it'll be Tom Seaver coming up to lead off for the Mets. Facing right-hander Bill Singer, who started and has been in all the way for the Los Angeles Dodgers. There are many of those who follow the Los Angeles Dodgers day by day, travel with the team, who are of the opinion that the Dodgers are almost certainly doomed to a second division finish this year, saying that they don't think they can finish ahead of Cincinnati or Pittsburgh or St. Louis or San Francisco or Atlanta, and that would put them in the second division right there. Here's a pitch to a right-hand batter. And it is looped out the second to Hunt for the out. A broken bat boot by Tom Seaver to Ron Hunt at second, and there's one away. Now Bud Harrelson will be coming up. Walked and lined out to center field. With Tom Seaver on at second. In the third inning, Harrelson lined one out to short center, and Willie Davis made a shoestring catch of the ball. The Dodgers have a run on four hits, and the Mets have a run on three hits. We're in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Pitch to Harrison. In for a strike. He shortened up as though the bunt, and that brought third baseman Jim Lefevre in a few steps. strike one delivery and it's in for a call strike two fastball down the pipe it'll be fraternal night here tomorrow night with the Mets and Dodgers meeting here's a breaking pitch outside Wednesday night Jack Fisher will be the Mets pitcher and Claude Osteen will be going for the Dodgers on Wednesday night Fastball that is inside, and it's two and two now to Bud Harrelson. Here's a swing and a ground ball that is taken by Parker to his right. He placed the singer covering and just in time to get Harrelson by his stride. Parker moves swiftly to his right that time. Gloved the ball and then played it to Bill Singer covering it first as Harrelson sped down the line. Two away. Ed Cranville's coming up. Hit into a force play with a ground ball to second. In the first inning, Ron Hunt made a great stop with a ground smash and Cranville flied to center in the third inning. Yesterday, his consecutive game hitting streak ended at 13 straight games. Swing and a drive on the right field line and he started another drive as it is cut off over there by Fairley. He's going to try for two to throw to second, and he is safe at second base. And Cranville's sliding and safely at second. As Fairley's throw is to Michael, but Cranville hits the dirt and was in safely with a double. 
for Crane Pool, his fourth double of this season. Let's have a runner at second. Now two men out and here's Charles. He's up. Charles is two for two in this game tonight. A right-hand batter. The hits are all even at four each, and the runs are all even at one each. Singer off the stretch, and the pitch is low and away and coming on back. Moving to third is Cranepool, Roseberry chasing the ball. Now he picks it up deliberately. Singer covering the plate. It's a wild pitch. Roseberry chased the ball back, and then when he got within range to where he could pick it up, he was sort of daring Cranepool to try for the plate, as he just uh, kept it in sight and did not pick it up for a moment. Cranepool is brushing himself off at third. Count is 1-0 and oh to Charles with two men out and a runner at third and the score tied 1-1. One, one. Here's a pitch to check swing. Ground ball to right field for a base hit. Painful scores and Charles turns and holds at first with a ground single to right and a run batted in. His third hit of the night. That was a check swing and it came as something of a surprise even to Charles. Tommy Davis is coming up. So the Mets have taken a lead by a score of 2-1 to one over the Dodgers here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. John Roseburg has gone out for a word with Bill Singer. Tommy Davis coming up. Tommy single to right to drive and a run in the first inning. He was hit by a pitch ball in the bottom of the third. It's the first time that Tommy Davis has ever played against the Dodgers. Charles leads it first. There's a breaking pitch. Swing out and miss for strike one. Gary Buczek has moved out to the on-deck circle. Mets have two runs on five hits, and the Dodgers have one run on four hits. Here's a throw to first. Charles is back safely. Ed Charles, three for three in tonight's game. Here's the strike one pitch to Davis. Swung on and lined at the center field for a base hit. Ed Charles is on his way to third. Willie Davis up with the ball. Plays to second. No play on Charles arriving safely at third. And Tommy Davis is on with his second hit of the night. Soft liner into center. Gives the Mets runners at first and third. Two men out. Buczek coming up. Buczek was called out on strikes and grounded out third to first. Buczek, a right-hand batter, in and waiting. Right-hand pitcher, Bill Singer, off the stretch. Pitch is swung on and hit in the air to short center. Willie Davis is coming in, and he gets there, and he makes the catch. So the side is out. Mets get a run on three hits. No errors, two left. At the end of five, it is the Mets two, the Dodgers one. Through five innings of play of the Mets, two runs, six hits, no errors. The Dodgers, one run, four hits, no errors. In the National League tonight at the end of four and a half, the Phillies won, the Giants nothing. Gaylord Perry against Jim Bunning. The end of three and a half, the Pirates won, the Astros nothing. Tommy Silk against Chris Zachary. The American League at the end of four, the Baltimore Orioles five, the New York Yankees nothing. Fred Talbot relieved by Thad Tillotson in the second inning for the Yanks. Tom Phoebus pitching for Baltimore. Frank Robinson hit his tenth homer of the season, the first with one on. 
Johnson and Echebarron have homered in the ballgame also. Here's Willie Davis up for the Dodgers. Severs pitches outside. Minnesota, the Chicago White Sox won. The Twins coming up in the first inning. Joel Harlan against Jim Cott. And at the end of five and a half, the Cleveland Indians three and the Washington Senators nothing. Camilo Pasquale relieved by Darrell Knowles in the sixth inning. Willie Davis swings and pops the foul up. Back of the bag at third. Ed Charles is there and he makes the grab. Davis fouling out to Charles at third and that brings up Ron Fairley. And that Washington-Cleveland game, Steve Hargan is pitching for Cleveland. Lee May and Chuck Hinton have hit a home run for the Cleveland Indians. Kansas City A's are in California against the Angels in a latest start. Ron Farrelly homered in the second inning to account for the Dodger run. He popped out to second base in the fourth. Popped it out into medium right field. And second baseman Jerry Buczek went way out there to make the grab. Pitch is high and tight for a ball. The 1-0 delivery is a curveball. It in the air to center field. And Cleon Jones moves back, back, and makes the catch. Two away. Nobody on base. Now third baseman Jim LeFevre. Switch hitter batting left. Single to center and struck out swinging. LeFevre has a season's batting average of 301. Somebody asked manager Walter Austin in the dugout before the game when he planned to, plan to activate Jim Gilliam. That's something that he's done uh, in recent years. Start Gilliam uh, as a coach and activate him. He said this year he doesn't think he'll ever get around to that. Here's a swing and a miss. Strike one. The Los Angeles manager says he figures that Gilliam's playing days are over. Here's a pitch it in the air to center field. Cleon Jones ranges back. He's there as it lined up and he makes the catch. Lefevre flies out to center. Sides out in order, no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the middle of the sixth, it's the Mets two and the Dodgers one. Center fielder, Leon Jones, number 21. In the bottom half of the sixth inning, Cleon Jones is coming up for the Mets. He has grounded out third to first and grounded out short to first. Both starting pitchers are still in the ballgame here at Shea Stadium, the Mets and the Dodgers. Bill Singer takes the sign. The pitcher swung out and missed. He really took a riffle. It's strike one. Again, Singer works. Inside low, and it's one and one. Dodgers will be here tomorrow night and Wednesday night. Here's a 1-1 delivery. And it's inside, 2-1. and one. Ron Swoboda is waiting on deck. The 2-1 delivery. Hit on the ground. Over the head of third baseman Lefevre and out into left field for a base hit. Leon Jones rounds and holds it first. 
pounded that one on the ground, and the fever moved to his left, but it took a big hop over his outstretched glove and on into left field. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Hi, this is Jerry Ducey. I'll have good music for you weekday mornings from 10 to 11.30 here on the big bright sound of WGY Schenectady. This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Conner at Shea Stadium. Here is a throw over to first, not in time. The Mets are leading the Dodgers 2-1. to one. A runner at first. Nobody out. Swoboda's at the plate and Singer throws to first again, not in time. Ron Taylor is throwing in the Mets bullpen. Ron Taylor, recently returned to the active list. Here is a pitch high and tight. Bob Miller and Ron Peronoski are up and throwing in the bullpen for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Got a one ball and no strikes to Swoboda. Here's a 1-0 delivery. Swung on and missed. Swoboda's been up twice and struck out both times. Got a one and one now. John Sullivan is on deck for the Mets. Swoboda, that's number seven in the order. There's a throw to first, and it's not in time. Cleon Jones is back safely. We're in the bottom half of the sixth inning, with the Mets leading two to one. One-one pitch is bunted on and missed. It's strike two, one and two. Manager Wes Westrom had gone to the sacrifice with Swoboda up there. Now the count is one ball and two strikes. Pitch is low and away. Two and two. Wes Parker, the first baseman, holding against Cleon Jones. Singer takes a moment now, turning his back to the plate, looking around, taking a little breather before getting set to work again to Ron Swoboda. Singer kicks a couple of times at the rubber. Now up and set. Throws to first, Jones back safely. This will be a 2-2 delivery. Foul back and out of play. So the count holds at 2-2 to Ron Swoboda. Now a pitch that is swung on and fouled off right off the ankle of Ron Swoboda as he stood there in the batter's box. Rebounded up the first baseline. So the count continues to him at two and two. In the National League standings, the Dodgers are two full games ahead of the New York Mets, but they are all even in the loss column. There's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. Count holds at two two. Nobody out for the Mets batting here in the bottom half of the sixth. Throw to first, Cleon Jones back safely. 
Another throw to first, and Jones dives back in safely this time. Two-two pitch to Swoboda with a runner going. It's foul back and out of play. So the count holds it two-two. I thought for one frightful moment our Mr. Robert Murphy was about to make a play on the foul ball. Looked like a very easy chance to me, but I had it misjudged. Very difficult to catch it out there in thin air in that next deck below. This will be another two-two pitch to Swoboda. But first, a throw over to first, and Cleon Jones is back safely. Swoboda steps out for a minute, now settles himself back in and measures his stance. 2-2 delivery is high, so the count's out full at 3-2 now to Swoboda. Nobody out, Jones at first. The Mets are leading by a score of 2-1. Ron Peronowski, a left-hander. Bob Miller, a right-hander, throwing in the Dodger bullpen. Jones bluffs, does not go. Here's a swing and a miss at the plate. Jones holds it first. For the third time tonight, Finger has struck out Svoboda. Six strikeouts overall for the young Dodger pitcher. Now John Sullivan is coming up. He's been up twice, struck out both times. Sullivan, the left-hand batter, in and waiting. Here's a swing and a ground ball. It's going through in the right field for a base hit. Leon Jones on second. On his way to third. Fairly through across the diamond. Jones arrives, standing up at third. And on at first is John Sullivan with the ground single to right. The Mets have run it at first and third with one man out. And pitcher Tom Fever coming up. Beaver walked, stole second in the third inning, and he popped out to second base in the fifth inning. Beaver, for the season, has a batting average of 375. A little conference now at the mound. John Roseborough is out there with Singer, so he shortstop Gene Michael, so is third baseman Jim LaFever, so umpire Bob Engel decides to join the group and break it up. Mets have two runs on eight hits now, and the Dodgers have one run on four hits. Mets runners at first and third. Take your leads as Fever has the sign up and set. It's a swing and a foul ball. Off to the right side and out of play. Bill Singer pitching to Tom Fever. The paid attendance here tonight, 15,250. The total attendance in the park, 15,849. Dodgers will be here tomorrow night and Wednesday night, and there's plenty of room for you. This will be a strike one pitch to Tom Seaver. And he bunts the ball up the first baseline. Jones is coming to the plate, and he scores! A play made on Jones at the plate as Wes Parker scooped up the ball and flipped it to Roseboro, but Jones slid in with another run in the Mets lead by a score of 3-1. to one. 
holding at second base. John Sullivan and Seaver is on at first. Sacrifice and a run batted in for Tom Seaver as he pushed that butt up the first baseline. And here comes manager Walter Austin out of the Dodger dugout hitting for the mound. He has a left hander and a right hander in the bullpen. And a switch hitter is up there for the Mets, Bud Harrelson. Austin has arrived at the mound now, talking to Singer. No sign to the bullpen yet, and now it goes out. The sign has gone for the left-hander. That would be Peronowski. So as he gets to ride in on the electric cart to the mound, coming in to check us out on scores of other games all around the majors, here's Bob Murphy. Very light schedule in the National League tonight. Only two other games. And both games are pitching duels. The Phillies lead the Giants 1-0 at the end of five and a half innings with Gaylord Perry dueling Jim Bunning. Gaylord Perry of the Giants has certainly been losing some heartbreaking games this year. He was the first pitcher to win 20 in the Major Leagues last season. Gaylord right now has won one and lost four. Perry, you'll recall, hooked up with Jack Fisher in the 12-inning game at Shea Stadium, won by the Mets in the bottom half of the 12th. So tonight it's Philadelphia 1, San Francisco nothing after five and a half. Perry against Bunning. Pittsburgh leads Houston one to nothing at the end of four and a half. For the Pirates, Tommy Sisk, the young right-hander with a 1-3 record. And for the Astros, Chris Zachary, promising young right-hander who has yet to win this year and has lost four ball games. In the American League, there are four night ball games. At Baltimore, Frank Robinson, in the first inning, hit a home run with a man on for Frank is 10th of the year. He now is the American League leader. Dave Johnson and Andy Etcheverin have hit solo home runs. It's Baltimore 5, the Yankees nothing at the end of four and a half. Tom Feeble trailing for the Orioles. Fred Talbot was the Yankees starter. Thad Tillotson in the second. And Bulldog Jim Bouton came in in the fifth inning. At the end of one, Minnesota 3, the Chicago White Sox 1. Joel Horan, unbeaten and with five victories, is on the mound for the White Sox. And Jim Cott, the American League's top winner last season, off to a slow start this year, 1-5. and five. The Twins 3, the White Sox 1 at the end of one. Cleveland leading Washington 4-0 at the end of 6.5. Steve Hargan trying for his fifth win. Camilo Pasquale started for Washington. Darrell Knowles of the sixth and Bob Humphreys of the seventh. Home runs by Lee May and Chuck Henry. Later tonight, the Kansas City A's, in third place in the American League, will tackle the cellar-dwelling California Angels in Anaheim, California. So that's the complete rundown. We're ready to resume the action here at Shea. And all set to detail the play for you, Lindsey Nelson. Thank you very much, Bob Murphy. It's Ron Paranowski, and to make his 20th appearance of this season, the most of any National League pitcher. He was born in Patterson, New Jersey, now makes his home in California. He has pitched 29 innings so far this season, giving up 22 hits and 10 runs. Left-hander in the pitch to Harrelson, swung on and popped up to deep short. Michael going out into left field, and now Willie Davis comes over, calls him off, and makes the catch. Holding at first and second. Met runners now with two men out. Bud Harrelson. Popping out to short left center. Michael made the long run out there. And then Willie Davis came over, called him off, and made the catch. Baranowski has an earned run average of 3.11. And his one and loss record is one win and two losses. Two away, runners at first and second. The Mets are leading in the game by a score of 3-1, and Ed Cranefield is up. 
He had one for three. He doubled. Down the right field line in the fifth. He scored two runs tonight. Aronofsky checks runners first and second. The pitch is hit on the ground over the head of Aronofsky. Taken by Michael. And he throws to first on the ball. It's just dug out of there by Parker. Looked for a moment as though he might have dropped it, but he held it in the webbing of the glove. Michael came all the way across on the second base side of the bag on that ground ball to make the play. So the Mets get a run on two hits. No errors and two men left at the end of six full innings. It's the Mets three, the Dodgers one, and... In the seventh inning, Johnny Roseboro will be leading off against Tom Seaver. Roseboro has lined to center and reached on an intentional walk. New York, three runs, eight hits, no errors. The Dodgers, one run, four hits, no errors. Tonight's baseball quiz is up on the message board. Only two active players have hit ten or more Grand Slam homers. Can you name them? And their total number of Grand Slams. Here's the windup and the pitch by Tom Seaver. Misses inside, ball one. Al Ferrara, the left fielder, is on deck. Then Gene Michael, the shortstop. Fly ball hit high in the air to short center field. Back pedaling is shortstop Bud Harrelson, and he has it for the out. Al Ferrara, the left fielder, has taken a call third strike and bounced out short to first. Last year, as a part-time outfielder, Al Ferrara in 63 ball games hit 270. He has taken over the left field job now, replacing Bob Bailey. And the breaking ball is low, ball one. Lou Johnson will not be able to return to the lineup until after the All-Star break. Well, the answer's on the message board. And the pitch is high, ball one. But would you believe Ernie Banks and Hank Aaron are the only two active 10 or more Grand Slam hitters, each with 10? And would you also believe a guy named Ralph Kiner quit with 13? The 2-0 delivery. A swing and a miss by Al Ferrara, 2-1. Mets with the outfield deep and around toward left against Ferrara, big right-hand hitter. Inside, ball three, three and one. Tom Seaver hoping to win his fourth game of the year. Pitching three and one. Outside, ball four, and Ferrara reaches on a walk. That's the second walk given up by Tom Seaver, and the other was an intentional walk. Now the shortstop, Gene Michael. Michael has skied to center and singled to right center. He has one of the four hits given up by Tom Seaver. Lynn Gabrielson is coming out on deck now to bat for the pitcher, Ron Peronowski. He bunts the ball, foul down the third base line. The Dodgers two behind, but Michael was hoping to bunt for a base hit.
Seventh inning, Mets three, Dodgers one. Eddie Craneville wants Ron Swoboda to play not quite so deep in right field. Ed Charles in close at third against Gene Michael. The pitch by Seaver, a check swing and a foul ball. And now the count is strike two as he jammed it. Outfielder Lynn Gabrielson, a left-hand batter, has come out on deck. He's going to hit for Ron Baranowski. The count is strike two. Mets have the infield looking for the shot at the twin killing. Harrelson shaded towards second. Now the pitch. A fly ball looped into short left. Tommy Davis is there under it waiting, and he has it for the out. Now there are two away, and Len Gabrielson will bat for Ron Peronowski. Gabrielson acquired from the Los California Angels was with the Giants last year and had a good year. Wes Parker is the on-deck batter. Gabrielson, left-hand hitter. He has been up eight times since downing the Dodger uniform and has had two base hits. Now the pitch on the way. Outside and high. Ball one. Bob Miller is on call in the Dodger bullpen, and the Mets will be hitting against him in the last half of the seventh. The 1-0 delivery gets the outside corner a strike. One ball, one strike. Ferrara on first. He reached on a walk. Down comes the pitch. A swing and a miss. Oh, he really gave that one a rip. A good sinking fastball by Tom Seaver. And the count is one ball and two strikes. Bottom dropped out on that sinker just at the right moment for Tom Seaver. The outfield deep and around toward right. The one-two pitch. It's over. Strike three call. Strikeout number five for Tom Seaver, and the side is out. No runs, no hits, no errors. One left on. Seventh inning stretch time at the end of six and a half. The Mets three, and the Dodgers one. Last of the seventh. The crowd up for the seventh inning stretch. Bob Miller in the game now for the Los Angeles Dodgers. When the season opened. Bob was a starting pitcher. Bob has won none and lost three this year. His three losses came in starting a time. He has neither won nor lost in relief rolls. Bob's last six outings have all been in relief. Lifetime against the Mets, Bob Miller has won four and lost four. And last year on the season, Bob was four and two. Ron Peronowski, a busy relief pitcher, making his 20th appearance, and he got his job done in a hurry. Ron faced two hitters, retired both, then left the game for a pinch hitter.
New York will present the middle of the batting order against Bob Miller in the home seventh inning. Ed Charles, Tommy Davis, and Jerry Butchek will be coming up. Big night for Ed Charles. Ed has three for three and has driven in one of the three runs. Charles has single to center. Single to left center and single to right. Tomorrow night, Chuck Estrada will make his first start for the Mets. Chuck has had a bad cold, but was considerably better today, and he's looking forward to that first starting assignment. Biggest problem for a pitcher when he gets a bad cold is that it affects his breathing. Here's the pitch on the way. A foul ball off. Bob Miller with a one-strike count on Ed Charles. New York three, Los Angeles one, last of the seven. Opening game of a three-game visit by the Dodgers. Down comes the pitch. He ducks under, inside and high, one ball, one strike. For New York, Tommy Davis, Ed Charles, and Tom Seaver have driven the runs in. The Dodger run came on a home run by Ron Fairley in the second inning. Pitching one and one. Ground ball hit hard toward the hole, backhanded by Gene Michael. His throw in the dirt can't be handled by Wes Parker, and Charles is on. And we'll check the scoring. That was a tough play. That's going to be a base hit for Charles, and he is four for four. Well, Charles has the distinction of becoming the first man on the ball club this year to get four hits in one game. Tommy Davis has had about four three-hit games. Tommy Davis, two for two tonight. He also has been hit by a pitch. Tommy's batting average is now 313. Michael from deep short after making the backhand play. Had to get all he could on that throw to have any chance at all. Now the pitch on the way. And the breaking ball, a check swing, and it's outside. Ball one. Now Tommy Davis checks the signs with Salty Parker, the third base coach. Wes Parker, a slick fielder around first base, holding against the runner, Ed Charles. Now a throw to first by Bob Miller. It's not in time. Now the pitch by Bob Miller. A drive hit on the button by Davis to left for a base hit. Taken on the first stop by Ferrara, and Charles will stop at second base. Well, there's the fifth ball game this year that Tommy Davis has had three hits. And tonight the Mets are playing only their 31st game of the year. Don Bosch had been playing catch in the bullpen, and now Don is coming in from the bullpen. He may come in the game right now as a pinch runner. Don Bosch will relieve Tommy Davis. And Tommy leaves the game with three for three. in the game as a pinch runner. Now the hitter is Jerry Butchek and the Dodger infield looks for the bunt. Runners on first and second, nobody out. 
Now Bob Miller in the set position. Here's the pitch on the way. He squares around, jumps away. It's inside. Ball one. So Tommy Davis leading the ball game after reaching base four times in a row. Tommy had three for three. He also was hit by a pitch. And that's playing their 31st game of the year. And already in five games, Tommy Davis has had three hits. Tommy with three hits tonight, raising his total for the year to 36. Tommy is the club leader by a fairly substantial margin in total hits. Also leads the club in two base hits with eight. It's just one RBI behind Crane Pool, the club leader. Dodgers looking for the bunt. The pitch to Buchek, swung on and fouled. Hit back toward the Dodger dugout, no play. One ball, one strike. The way it's been going, both clubs, the Dodgers and the Mets, certainly should be happy with the trade they made. Tommy Davis playing superbly for New York. And Ron Hunt has been playing well for the Dodgers. Bob Miller checks the runners. Now the pitch. Bunted foul by Buczek. It's one ball and two strikes. Tommy Davis with that last base hit, his third of the night. Raised his batting average to 319. Tommy was hitting an even 300 when the game started, so he gained 19 points tonight. But speaking of the batting game, Ed Charles, with four for four tonight, raised his batting average 122 points. The one-two pitch, a foul ball back into the crowd. Ed started the game hitting 238. He now is hitting 360. Ed has been up only 25 times. Whereas Tommy Davis has already been up 113 times. It's one and two on Jerry Buchek. Ed Charles on second. Don Bosch is on first. Nobody out. Now the pitch by Miller. Curve is high. He lays off. It's two balls and two strikes. That's trying to snap a five-game losing streak. Additional warm-up action in the Dodger bullpen. Left-hander Dick Egan is warming up. Curve is swinging a miss. Miller struck him out. First strikeout for Bob Miller. It brings up Cleon Jones. Cleon hit down on the ball hard and sent a high skipper into left field for a single his last time up. So Cleon is one for three. Ron Swoboda is the on-deck batter. Now the stretch by Miller. Down comes the pitch. And a smash it through the middle. A base hit by Cleon Jones. Rounding third and heading in is Charles. He'll score standing up, and Bice goes to third. And that's lead, four to one. A hard shot hit right through the box by Cleon Jones. Well, Cleon may be on his way. Now Ron Swoboda coming up with two men on. 
Ron has been up three times tonight, and he was struck out all three times by Bill Singer. The last few ball games, Ron has got himself confused a little bit. He tried to get himself on track, figure out what he's doing wrong. He has struck out eight times in his last nine official at-bats. Here's the pitch on the way. Fastball over, strike one call. Ron was going good, and Bob Gibson put him on a slump. Gibson struck him out four times. That's enough to make anybody worry. Here's the pitch on the way. And it's a blooper hit out in the shallow right center. It'll drop in, a base hit. Bice is in the score. On his way to third is Cleon. He goes there standing up. And the Mets lead 5-1. to one. Miller jams Swoboda. And Ron, hitting the ball off the bat handle, hit a soft liner beyond the reach of Hunt into short right center field for a run-scoring single. That brings Walter Austin out of the dugout. Run batted in for Ron Swoboda. And the Mets now have scored two runs on four hits off Bob Miller. Dick Egan, a left-hander, is warming in the bullpen. The Mets have Johnny Sullivan, a left-hand hitter, coming up. So we're waiting for Ron Karanowski. Beg your pardon, we're waiting for Walter Alston to send the sign out. Now the sign goes out for Dick Egan. He'll be coming in the ballgame, and while he makes the trip, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Hi, neighbor. At 5.45 a.m., we hope you'll be on hand for the Chanticleer. At 12.15, our theme, Bread, Love, and Dreams, introduces Farm Paper. Here on WGY Schenectady. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Tanner from Shea Stadium. The Dodgers making a pitching change. The Mets have moved in front 5-1. to one. And Dick Egan... Spent last year with Spokane and with the Angels. At Spokane, he won eight and lost one. He has no record against New York. This year, working exclusively in relief, Dick Egan has won one and lost one. He beat St. Louis in a relief role on April 24th and lost the ball game to the Pirates in relief. So Dick Egan has won one and lost one. He will be the fourth Dodger pitcher. Ron Paranowski came on in the sixth inning, faced two hitters, retired both, then left the game for a pinch hitter. Now Bob Miller has been knocked out by New York, and Egan comes in to face John Sullivan. Bob Miller worked one-third of an inning. At the moment, Bob has given up two runs, allowed four hits, walked none, and struck out one. Egan throwing in his warm-ups. Dick Egan, tall left-hander, obtained from the Angels by the Badgers. They go to the seventh inning at Baltimore now with the Orioles leading the Yankees seven to nothing. Tom Phoebus pitching for the Birds. Left-hander against left-hander. John Sullivan batting against Dick Egan. Runners at first and third. Two runs are in. One man out. 
Here's the pitch on the way. And against the outside corner for a call strike. Giants broke through against Jim Bunning to get a run and tie that ball game up at County Mac Stadium. They tied it up on a home run by Stretch McCovey in the seventh inning. Next pitch. The runner goes, hit and run, and a foul ball hit under the feet of Yogi Berra. Ball was hit hard by John Sullivan on a hit and run play with Swoboda going. And now a two-strike count. They're in the last of the eighth inning in Philadelphia with the Giants and the Phils tied one-to-one. Willie Stargell hit a two-run homer in the Astrodome, and the Paris lead Houston 3-1 at the end of six-and-a-half. Tommy Sisk against Chris Zachary. Two-strike delivery, a swing and a miss. He changed up on his breaking ball and struck him out. That will bring up Tom Seaver. Tom is getting a nice hand. Tom has reached on a walk. That was in the third inning his first time up, and when he did, it marked the fifth consecutive time he'd been on base. He was on base four times in a row in his last start against the Atlanta Braves. He had a single, two doubles, and a walk, and a stolen base, and he got a stolen base in the third inning tonight. He bunted a run home his last time up. Pitched by Egan is under the knees, ball one. Fever, a good athlete. Two runs are in. New York in front, five to one. Bottom half of the seventh. Now Egan eyes the runners. Here's the pitch off the stretch. A swing and a miss on a breaking ball. Second game of the series tomorrow night at eight o'clock, and the wind-up game Wednesday night. Chuck Estrada will start tomorrow night and Jack Fisher on Wednesday night. One ball, one strike. Now Egan checks the runners and the pitch thrown, a check swing and a foul ball off to the right, no play. And again, Ron Svoboda was running on the play. Ed Charles and Don Bash have both come in to score here in the last of the seventh. Dick Egan, tall left-hander, working in relief. With an advantage on the count, one ball and two strikes. Now throws to first base, not in time. Here's the stretch. And another throw to first. Pitching one and two. The runner goes. The pitch is over. Strike three called. So Egan came out of the bullpen to strike out two and retire the side. Two runs, four hits, no errors, two left on. Seven inning totals of the New York Mets, five runs, 12 hits, and no errors. The Los Angeles Dodgers, one run, four hits, and no errors. 
So we'll be going to the eighth inning with Tom Seaver on the mound for New York, and he'll be facing the top of the Dodger batting order. The Giants are out without scoring in the top of the eighth inning in Philadelphia. Giants won and the Phillies won at the end of seven and a half in a pitching duel between Gaylord Perry and Jim Bunning. Tommy Sisk dueling Chris Zachary in the Astrodome and a two-run homer by Willie Stargell has Pittsburgh leading Houston 3-1 at the end of seven innings. In the American League, Baltimore has hit three home runs, including the tenth of the year by Frank Robinson. That makes him number one in the American League. Other home runs, solo home runs by Dave Johnson and Andy Echebaron. And the Orioles lead the Yankees 7-0. They're in the bottom half of the seventh. Tom Phoebus, the Baltimore pitcher. Fred Talbot was the Yankee starter. Followed by Thad Tillotson and Jim Bowden. Minnesota leading the White Sox 4-2 at the end of two. But in the third inning, Jim Cott has been knocked out and Jim Perry has come in. So the White Sox may be scoring. Cleveland blanked Washington 5-0 on a four-hit shutout by Steve Hargan. I believe that may be Hargan's third shutout. It's his fifth win of the year, and the loser was Camilo Pasquale. Home runs by Lee May and Chuck Hinton. Bosch is in the lineup now, playing center field, and Cleon Jones has moved to left. Tomorrow night, first annual fraternal night at Shea, with over 25,000 members of the Masons and Knights of Columbus organizations in attendance. It'll make a lot of fun and a wonderful evening. Wes Parker is up against Tom Seaver in the eighth inning. And he takes high ball one. Parker has struck out, bounced to the mound, and bounced out to second, nothing for three. Wes hitting 243. Off-speed pitch this in, one ball, one strike. Parker had a field day against Mets pitching last year. He had 341. He hit six of his total of 12 home runs against the Mets. Now the 1-1 delivery. Outside to high, 2-1. and one. Top of the eighth inning, 5-1 New York. 2-1 delivery. And he misses a little bit outside, and now Seaver is behind 3-1. Tom Seaver has walked two and struck out five, allowed one run on a home run to Ron Fairley, and given up just four hits. The 3-1 pitch, and it's over for a strike three and two. Parker hit six homers against the Mets last year, and he hit five of the six here at Shea. Here's the payoff delivery. Swing and a miss! He struck him out. Seaver is showing he has plenty left. He was behind three and one, and he comes back to strike out Parker. And that is his sixth strikeout. Second baseman, Ron Hunt, number 33. Now the hitter is Ron Hunt. Ron has grounded out to third and twice flied to right, nothing for three. Ron batting 265 has 11 RBIs. Foul ball back into the screen. Tom Seaver, with his six strikeouts here this evening, has raised his club-leading total on the year now to 37. Don Cardwell is second with 31.
One out and nobody on in the eighth inning. Here's the pitch. And it's popped up in foul ground over toward the home dugout, maybe out of play. And it lands in the first row of the field boxes behind the dugout. Grainpool and Sullivan both got over there hoping for a play. And we hope you're planning to join us for all the fun here at Shea tomorrow night. Don Drysdale will be pitching for the Dodgers. Drysdale has been pitching brilliantly. Dodger followers feel that Drysdale this year has pitched as well, if not better, than any time during his career. His record is 3-3, three and three, but he has the best earned run average in the National League. Seaver with a two-strike count. Delivers. Fastball high. One ball and two strikes. Don Drysdale's earned run average right now is 1.65. So Chuck Estrada draws a tough opponent for his first start in a Mets uniform. Pitching one and two. Hit foul, an inside pitch that he pulls past the Dodger dugout. Willie Davis kneeling in the on-deck circle. Ron Fairley to follow. Now Seaver over the head, the one-two pitch. Curve hit on the ground, slowly down to third. Charles to his glove side, up with it, throws to Cranepool, two down. Two outs, nobody on. It brings up Willie Davis. Fans, when you pull the tab on the Rheingold Chugamug, the top comes off with a hiss that sounds like that good Rheingold flavor inside. Six 12-ounce mugs to the carton. And you'll find them in the Chugamug special display at your local stores in New York and New Jersey. Willie Davis, one for three tonight. That was a single to right center leading off the fourth inning. A high fly, well hit the deep right field. Swoboda back to the bullpen. He won't get a play. It is gone for a home run. Lands in about the second row of seats just beyond the auxiliary scoreboard in right field. For Willie Davis, his second home run of the year. Ron Fairley homered in the second, nobody on. So now it's five to two in favor of the Mets. Ron Fairley's home run was his fifth for Willie Davis, his second of the year. Now Fairley is up. And the pitch is foul back into the screen. Dodgers have two runs on five hits, and two of their five hits have been home runs. Fairley, since connecting for the home run, has popped to second and fly deep to center. Down comes the pitch by Tommy Seaver, and a slow curve is taken low. One ball, one strike on Ron Fairley. Ron, the Dodger leader in home runs, and runs batted in. He has 21 RBIs, and he's hitting 269. The 1-1 pitch off the outside corner. Ron is one of those talented young ball players who made it to the big leagues in a hurry, and as a result is now what you would call a young veteran. Two balls and a strike on Ron Fairley. A high 
high fly ball hit near the right field line. Everybody going after Buczek way out there makes the catch. Jerry Buczek well into right field and over toward the line makes the grab on Ron Fairley. That's the second time tonight Buczek has gone rather deep into right field. One run, one hit, no errors and none left. And at the end of seven and a half innings, the New York Mets five and the Los Angeles Dodgers two. Armory Garage proudly announces the arrival of its fifth annual Imperial Week. Stop in at the corner of Central and Colvin in Albany and see the full Imperial line. Treat yourself to a test drive and experience the quiet ride, the elegant interiors, and the luxurious extras that are standard equipment on these beauties. Let the Armory salesman show you how you can own an Imperial for far less than you expect. Armory's volume is one reason why they can put you behind the wheel of the newest luxury car in a decade at the lowest possible price. Used car sales are up, and Armory will give you top trade on your present car. Another reason why smart car buyers check Armory first. Learn how you can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, where terms are tailored to suit your budget. Or learn how you can lease a new Imperial at Armory. Isn't it time you experience the luxury, the prestige of a precision-built automobile? Stop in at Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, Albany, during Imperial Week for the best buy on Imperial 67. The newest prestige car in a decade. Last of the eighth inning, and Bud Harrelson will be hitting right-handed against left-hander Dick Egan. Egan came out of the bullpen to strike out Johnny Sullivan and Tom Seaver to retire the Mets in the seventh after the Mets had tallied twice. And Bud pushes a bunt, but it is foul off to the right, strike one. Bud Harrelson, Eddie Crane Poole, and Ed Charles come up against Dick Egan. The Dodgers have Joe Moeller on call in their bullpen now. And the pitch to Harrelson whips over the inside corner, strike two. Bud has reached on a walk. He was robbed of a hit on a shoestring grab by Willie Davis. Has bounced out and fly to center, nothing for three. Two-strike delivery, inside and low. One ball, two strikes. Egan's 1-2 pitch is inside of the count is even now, 2-2. Two two. Dodgers have hit home runs for their two runs tonight. Five different men have driven in the five runs for New York. Tommy Davis, Ed Charles, Tom Seaver, Cleon Jones, and Ron Swoboda have each knocked in one run. Pitching two and two. Low outside, and the string is out. Three and two. Tommy Davis putting together quite a night against his old teammates. Tommy was up four times. He was on base all four. He was hit by a pitch, and he had three for three. A fly ball lifted into the air to right center. Willie Davis with those long strides galloping over, and he takes it easily for the out. Willie starts loping across that outfield. It looks like he covers about five yards of stride. Now Eddie Cranepool. 
Eddie has one hit a double and four times up. He had another hit taken away from him on a diving play by Ron Hunt. A play by Hunt early in the ballgame helped to choke off what might have been a big inning. And it's under the knees, ball one. Eddie hitting 341, fourth highest average of the National League. And it's on the outside corner, a strike, one ball, one strike. The amazing Roberto Clemente of the Pirates is far in front. Now Dick Egan, the tall left-hander, whips it sidearm, and it's a brute out towards short left field, hustling in as Ferrara. He gets there, and he makes the catch. Two down in the bottom half of the eighth inning. It'll bring up Ed Charles. Well, that has the distinction of being the first player on the club to get four hits in one game this year. He has raised his batting average 122 points tonight. And now is hitting 360. The Mets have 12 hits. Outside and low, it's ball one. And Ed Charles and Tommy Davis hitting third and fourth in the order accounted for seven of the 12 hits. Next pitch on the way. Change up, a swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. One-one delivery by the lefty. A breaking ball swung on and missed. One ball and two strikes. Egan appears the type of tall left-hander that has a motion that is not easy to follow. A lot of arms and legs. The one-two delivery. Inside, around the D's, it's two and two. Don Bash, who came in the ball game as a runner for Tommy Davis, is now in the on-deck circle. Pitching two and two. Change up, a top foul coming back into the crowd. Let's check and see if there's anything later now on those two pitching duels in the National League. The Giants and Phillies are in the ninth inning, tied up 1-1 with Perry hooked up against Jim Budding. 2-2 delivery. Fly ball, hit down the right field line, running hard as Ron Fairley, going over in the corner, he makes the catch. Fairley ranging all the way to the right field corner where he made the grab. And the side is out in the last of the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. At the end of eight, the score, the New York Mets five and the Los Angeles Dodgers two. Now here's a word from Rango. I had $200 in a plane ticket one way to New York. And it was all looked like it was just happening, just... You know, like I would have wanted it to. But it's a, it's a hard town. No, I think it's a, it's a simple town. If you have any qualities at all to offer. People like new faces. And uh, if they like yours, you're great. If not... <laughs> Every place I go, they want me to have experience. And I can't get any more experience unless I do get a job. And thus, I am stuck. Um, it's just, you've got to know what you're doing. Um, either you're good or you're not. And in this town, you can't fake it. You either have it or you don't. Take beer. 
Take Rheingold. There are 302 beers in the city, but the only one that's made it to the top is Rheingold. You gotta be good to make it in New York. Rheingold makes it. In this town, either you have it or you don't. Ninth inning here at Shea Stadium, the Mets leading 5-2. to two. Tom Seaver will be facing Jim Lefevre, John Roseboro, and Al Ferrara. Jim Lefevre, Dodger third baseman, has one hit and three times up. He singled behind Fairley's home run back in the second inning. Jim Lefevre knocked in 74 runs last year. This year he has driven in 18. And the breaking ball is over. Strike one call. The outfield swung around to right. Just off the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Seaver has moved the ball around well and changed speeds effectively. Tom has walked two and struck out six. His 1-1 pitch. Foul ball hit back upstairs, no play. Now Lefebvre cocks the bat off the shoulder. Here's the pitch to him. Ground ball hammered fair down the first baseline. Crane pool. Races to the bag, takes it himself, one down. Johnny Roseboro has lined hard to center field. Received what amounted to an intentional walk when Seaver pitched around him in the fourth inning and popped to short. Roseboro, nothing for two. Johnny is hitting an even 300. Ten-year veteran. Now Seaver cranks up. Down comes his pitch. A uh, check swing grounder down the first baseline. Fair ball. Easy play for Cranesville. He steps on the bag, two outs. Roseboro didn't mean to hit that one. He was trying to check it. Now Al Ferrara, the left fielder. Tom Seaver trying to post his fourth complete game. For Tom, this is his eighth start. If he gets it, he'll have four of the seven complete games turned in by the pitching staff. Now the pitch on the way, and it's a strike on the inside corner. Al Ferrara has been called out, bounced out to short, and reached on a walk. Pitch to the right-hand hitter. Curve is a foul pop coming back over the screen and dropping into the crowd. Now Tommy Seaver has a two-strike count. Down comes the pitch to him, fouled off the mask of John Sullivan. Now Tom Seaver, with a count of two strikes, looks into Johnny Sullivan. The windup, here's the pitch to him, curved way outside, one ball and two strikes. The Mets were badly in need of a root-going performance by a pitcher to serve as a stopper. 
as they took the field tonight, endeavoring to snap a five-game losing streak. When you hit a losing streak, that's when you need a real well-pitched ball game. The one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. The game is over. Seaver blew the fastball by Al Ferrara for his seventh strikeout of the ball game. And manager Wes Westrom comes out of the dugout to greet and congratulate his young rookie pitcher, Tom Seaver, who has just stopped the Dodgers on a five-hitter. In the ninth inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. Final score, the New York Mets 5 and the Los Angeles Dodgers 2. Bill Stoneberg used to work at the bank in his hometown. But now he has a tougher job. He gets up at 4 in the morning instead of 8.30. Doesn't take a bus to work anymore. He walks, sometimes for miles. He doesn't take an hour for lunch. He's lucky if he can get lunch at all. Bill Stoneberg is in the infantry, based in Vietnam. On his feet most of the day. Or his belly. He doesn't carry a briefcase. He's got a pack and a rifle instead. Bill Stoneberg accepts his tough job because he knows the importance of the words freedom and democracy. He knows better than most of us ever will. By the way, there's another thing Bill's doing for his country. He's buying United States savings bonds every payday where he works. Think about it next time you go to the bank. Final score tonight at Shea Stadium, the Mets 5 and the Los Angeles Dodgers 2, and the man of the hour, young Tom Seaver, is now over in the visiting dugout being interviewed by Dodger broadcaster Jerry Doggett back to Los Angeles. And back in Los Angeles right now, it's only 7.30 in the evening. Tom is from Los Angeles, and you can bet that his mother and dad are listening to the ball game, and they'll be mighty happy to hear Tom Seaver talking with Jerry Doggett back to Los Angeles. For Tom Seaver, he served as the stopper, putting the brakes to a five-game losing streak. The young right-hander has now started eight games and completed four of the eight. He has four of seven complete games turned by the staff. Seaver, going all the way, scattered five hits. He gave up two runs on home runs by Ron Fairley and Willie Davis. Seaver winning tonight gets his fourth win against two losses. The loser was the Dodger starter, Bill Singer. He now has won none and lost two. The Mets took the lead in the first inning of the ball game with Tommy Davis driving home the run. And Tommy went on to have three for three in tonight's game and raised his average 19 points up to 319. The second run was driven home by Ed Charles, and at the time, the score was tied one-to-one, and the Mets were never headed after that. And this was quite a night for Ed Charles, who became the first member of the ball club to get four hits in one game. He wound up with four for five. Leon Jones also had two for four. Leon drove in a run. Tom Seaver bunted a run home, and Ron Swoboda drove in a run. The paid crowd was 15,250. Tomorrow night, Chuck Estrada against Don Drysdale. Game time, 8 p.m. The line scored tonight, the New York Mets, five runs, 12 hits, no errors, 10 left. The Dodgers, two runs, five hits, no errors, five left. Winner, Tom Seaver, now four and two. The loser, Bill Singer. Bill has won none and lost two. New York Mets baseball has been brought to you by Rheingold Beer as another in his continuing parade of major sports events.